House of the Dragon, the new chapter in the Game of Thrones saga is available to stream weekly on now with an entertainment membership. Shrine Podcasts previews House of the Dragon. Hello and welcome to Shrine Podcast Previews House of the Dragon. I'm Rebecca. I'm Brendan. I'm Hannah. We are so excited because we have teamed up with Now for a very special episode. Today we are going to be chatting all about House of the Dragon. It is the new chapter in the Game of Thrones saga, streaming weekly on Now. And House of the Dragon is one of the most highly anticipated shows of the year. It's based on the book Fire and Blood by the famed fantasy author George Orr Martin. And it's set 200 years before Game of Thrones. It tells the story of House Targaryen. And I think, guys, one of the great things about this series is that it's a prequel. So you don't need to have seen Game of Thrones to watch it. But equally, if you have seen Game of Thrones, and if you are a Game of Thrones fan, it's like your favourite friend returning with a fresh new flavour and lots of fire. Lovely. I'm so excited. I'm very excited as well. I am one of, I'm in the camp of I haven't seen Game of Thrones and I'm happy that I can watch House of the Dragon having not seen it. Same here. Yeah. I've always wanted to dip my toe into the Game of Thrones world, but I felt... Were you intimidated? Yes, and I felt like um, when it was airing, I had so much to catch up on. I kind of said... I'm going to let this all air and then I'll come back and I'll watch it and I'll love it. And now I feel like I can start the journey with everyone else. Yeah, that's exciting. And you know what? I was catching up on Game of Thrones myself earlier on just so I could, not that you need to have, but just so I was in with the lore and the world and it's such a rich text. So I got back into it because I watched it all. Yeah, you're the Game of Thrones fan out of the three of us. Yeah, I am the fan. I think I've watched most of it twice. But the thing with Game of Thrones is, you know the way we have a good grasp of Line of Duty now? Mm. And when I say go grass, we still don't have a clue what we're talking about, but we kind of, Game of Thrones, I could probably give a synopsis of the overall, but like, I don't know, you'd have to, you could do a thesis on it though, you could do a master's on it, it's that type of thing. So I was very excited to get back into it, but I'm just excited to be talking about fantasy with you guys, because this is real new for us. Yes. And I kept laughing earlier on when I was doing my notes, thinking of what you would be like watching this, because we just have never done anything like this. I think it's going to be braille. It is. So we know, guys, fire is going to rain in House (laughs) of the Dragon. But before it does, shall we have a little catch up about how we've all been spending the last few weeks of the summer? Let's. Yeah, lovely. Hannah. You've got something big happening in your life in how many weeks is it? Just under three. So the next time we do a podcast, I think I have two episodes of Houses of the Dragon and then I'm getting married. And we're all going and it's going to be brill. And Brendan, you've been here, there, everywhere. Well, I temporarily emigrated to Italy. And, I've never uh, seen someone on a longer holiday, I'm no, sorry. No, honestly, I feel like I was away forever. I'm full of pizza, I'm full of pasta. It was and like an Erasmus. Yeah, it was. And it was I just had a the best <laughs> time ever. Reb, what's going on with you? Uh, I've been here. We've been experiencing a heat wave in Dublin. Now it's raining, you know, again now, but which I'm glad about. But we had a lovely heat wave. I was down in Wexford. But this weekend, yes. I am going to the south of France for a week. Sud de France. Sud de France. So I'm going to be hitting up San going to be going to Cannes no, guys, and going to Antibes and everything. So I can't The glamour. Wait. The glamour. I was going to make a Game of Thrones joke about, because the whole thing about Game of Thrones is that it's a song of fire and ice and that's like the weather that we've had. Oh, yeah. Give me six it's months for you guys metaphor. and you'll know all about it. Yeah. I know you're going to get really bad into it because the thing about this as well, it's real drama. 
Oh my gosh. It's Shakespearean, but it's a little bit Eastender. Oh, yeah, I've been doing my research, yeah. You just will love it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm going to be into this big time. Family drama. It's family drama. Brothers marrying sisters. Incest. Yeah, geez. uh, There's a lot. Politics. A lot going on. There's a lot going on. Something for everyone. Fighting over power. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, oh my gosh. Uh, Well, guys, when we get cracking on this, um, Hannah is going to give us a brief introduction into the world of Westeros, a Game of Thrones cheat sheet slash speed recap slash spoiler free. Yeah, no, there's no Game of Thrones spoilers in here at all. We were going to do it, but you know what? We've kept away from it because this is a prequel. So it is set eight generations before what we have in Game of Thrones. A very long time ago. 200 years from what I've seen on the telly. You guys haven't seen it, but the thing with a prequel is... You don't have to have seen Game of Thrones to watch this, but if I go on and tell you everything that happened in Game of Thrones, you're going to know who was left on the board after this. You're going to know how it ends. So Mm -hmm. we're just not going to go there. So I'm going to skirt around it, okay? Key terminology for this. So I haven't read the book that this is based on. So George R.R. Martin, he is... I really feel like I'm giving you a lecture in this. They're looking at me so intently. I'm so invested in I want to learn from you. Okay, so George R.R. Martin is an author, okay? And he writes these books and they're like... When you watch Game of Thrones and when you watch House of the Dragon, you'll understand it. But I don't know how someone has this type of brain. He's not only created a world, but he's created all of the history. He's created... It's a universe. Multiple languages. Like, it's ridiculous. These family trees. It's almost like you will believe it's real. It's yeah. insane. So he wrote a series called A Song of Ice and Fire. And A Game of Thrones is a book in that series. And the book that you were talking about, Reb, which this show is based on, Fire and Blood, is also a book in the series. That was only written in 2018. Okay. And it's kind of like a comic book, like a graphic novel. It's lots of like pictures and stuff. And it's only one half of two histories that he is planning to do in this area. So very, very quickly, with no spoilers at all, Game of Thrones is about a load of families battling for the Iron Throne defeating each other, wars, messing each other around, and then we see who ends up in it at the end. But that's with, that big spiky throne that we all see, even those of us who haven't watched Game of Thrones. You that, know the like, one. Dramatic the one that the Insta-Huns go up to Belfast yeah, and take yeah, pictures yeah. with. It's in Belfast, guys. I mean, yeah. when we're going up for AC12, yeah. we'll pop by the Iron Throne. So that's what everyone is battling for all the time in this book 200 years ago and in Game of Thrones. The Battle for the Iron Throne, eight generations of separation we have from the last one. So I'm going to give you like a bit of key terminology. And as I said, I haven't read this book, so I don't have much to give you. It's no spoilers. It's just a little bit to know about the world. So before we came on and recorded, I showed Brendan and Rebecca a map of the universe that these books are set in. So there's only two continents, Mm -hmm. unlike our world. So you have Essos, which is like... It's kind of like if you bashed Asia and Europe together and it's this one long blob and yeah. everyone in Essos tends to be like really beautiful. The Targaryen we'd family. We'd there. We'd be for <laughs> Obviously, guys. Obviously. Well, I, I think I'd be well up the north on Westeros, <laughs> which I'm going to tell you about in a minute. But Essos is that is where like, they have the blonde hair? <laughs> no, and that's Essos. That's where you're from and Brendan. <laughs> so these people that live here, it's like really warm country. You meet loads of them in Game of 
Thrones, people tend to have like slightly darker skin. The Targaryen family that House of the Dragon is about there. From there, they're okay. like um, almost Nordic looking. They all have this silvery blonde hair. So it's just beautiful people. They live th- on this blob. The other blob is long <laughs> like this. Remember I showed you? I wish you? you were my geography teacher. This blob here. <laughs> the other blob. So you've got one long landscape blob and then the vertical blob is called Westeros and that's a bit like the UK <laughs> minus... <laughs> Northern Ireland. I'm sorry, I showed you this map. UK That's what it is. That's where all the drama in Game of Thrones was set, okay? And then you've got the North. Loads of stuff happens in the North in Game of Thrones. There's people up there. They're not good. It's very cold up there. Right. So when you heard the term winter is coming, yeah. it's coming down from the North. Literally and they were trying and to stop it. Exactly. They were trying to keep it over a wall, but it was coming. But a really important place in Westeros is called King's Landing. Imagine that's like London. So it's down the south of Westeros. Yeah. And that's where you rule from. So like Buckingham Palace. Right. That's where the Iron Throne is. And that's where everyone is trying to get to. Everyone is battling for the throne. Very similar, like in Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon is basically really powerful families fighting for who's going to sit their arse on that throne. Yeah. And there's lots of dragons. And there's lots of dragons. The Seven Kingdoms are kingdoms in Westeros and they all have different families. You meet a lot more of them in Game of Thrones. But we're focusing in on one family, which is House Targaryen. So the families are houses. So you'd be House Shackleton. You sound very rich and you do sound like you're from Ethos. We'd be House O'Connell. Yeah. I know Lachlan, so we sound poor. Yeah. We sound like we're in the cold part. And we sound like we're up the north. Yeah. <laughs> so this is 200 years before Game of Thrones and we're learning about the beginning of the end of House mm-hmm. Targaryen. Yeah. They're a really, really powerful family. They ruled the Seven Kingdoms for nearly 300 years. So we're coming in at the end of those 300 years. So this one person wrote all of this, all this history, created all this So detailed. And they are based in King's Landing at this point, which is not where they're from. They originally come from this gorgeous place called Valeria which was ruined, guys. So Valeria was a city on the continent of Isos. Imagine it like, what's an old city that doesn't exist anymore? Like I know Athens is still a place. We know the way it's in Tatters. Exactly, Brendan. So imagine Valeria is like Pompeii and there was this event called the Fall of Valeria that was called the Doom. And there was like 40, Valeria is a real dragony place. So there's dragons, okay? Mm -hmm. But one of the cool things about Game of Thrones is there is magic in the world, kills Brendan. But, it's not very popular. So there's like one witch in the whole of Game of Thrones. The fact that one person has dragons is really unusual. So there's still like lore and excitement around it, even though it exists. But there used to be a lot of dragony type families that lived in Valeria. However, when the doom happened, they, all, they were all wiped out. But the Targaryens were clever. They saw it coming and they ran away to this island called Dragonstone, which is just off the coast of Westeros. They stayed there. They had their dragons. They got strong. And then they sort of like went into King's Landing and became the ruling family because they had dragons. Okay. Okay. So that's all in Game of Thrones. No, Game of Thrones is in the future. What? This This is is 300 years in the past. This is all before this has even happened. Oh my God. So we're we're coming in at the very end of this. So this family that we're learning about. This is the history of House Targaryen that Hannah's just given us. They've been in power for 300 years. Okay. They left their ruined uh, land of Valeria. All of the other dragony families died out. So they're really strong, magic-y and powerful and nobody else is really like them. Mm -hmm. They stayed in this island for a while then they moved into King's Landing and that's where they are. But 
things are going to go wrong now for them and we're coming in at the downfall and that's what we're going to learn about. Mm-hmm. Um, so guys, that's kind of it. That's the setup. That's where we're at. Brilliant. It's great to Amazing. know kind of how they got to where they are. I've, I, I've honestly loved there. that lesson. I really yeah, feel is, like I'm prepared. It's, it, yeah, it's great to know just, because you know when you sometimes start a show and you're like, hang on a second, what's going on here? Yeah, and the difference is like people that liked Game of Thrones and people that were into it, it was very much, there was a lot going on. Mm. There was so many families. There was a lot of wars. There was families getting knocked off the board constantly. There was literally at one point a board where they had little icons of each family and they'd move them around the map and knock them off and have wars. Whereas this show is going to be very much just about one family we're honing on the Targaryen so I think it's going to be really interesting because we're really going to get into one family interesting right do we want to talk about the cast and the characters now in House of the Dragon please Okay, right. So the cast, right? We've got Princess Rhaenyra Targaryen, right? She's played by Emma Darcy. And House of the Dragon is their first big TV role. So they play the king's firstborn child. Now that character, she is of pure Valerian blood. And she's a dragon rider, ladies and gentlemen. Now many would say that Rhaenyra was born with everything, but one thing, she was not born a man. Tut, tut, tut. We're getting a kind of a feminist, yes, we are powerful yeah. story here, aren't we? I think we? so. I think that's what that's what we're in store for. Uh, we've then got a uh, Prince Damon Targaryen. He's played by the one and only Matt Smith, who we know and love from many phenomenal shows, including Philippe in The Crown and, of course, <laughs> Doctor Who. Um, he plays the younger brother to King Viserys and peerless warrior and dragon rider uh, Damon. He possesses the true blood of the dragon, but it is said that whenever a Targaryen is born, the gods toss a coin in the air dot 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 so then we've got uh, King Viserys Targaryen he's played by Paddy Considine who you'll know as Father John Hughes in Peaky Blinders he's done loads of work with uh, Hannah your fave Shea Meadows and also did you know he was in Coldplay's music video for God Put a Smile on Your Face I did know that and what other music video he was in an Arctic Monkeys movie. Yes, he was. Yes, yes. Leave before the lights come on. Yeah. Well done. As was Stephen Graham. Ten They've got good ten. taste. Uh, so Viserys was uh, chosen by the lords of Westeros to succeed the old king. Uh, he's described as a warm, kind and decent man. Only wishes to carry forward his granddad's legacy. Uh, but good men do not necessarily make for great kings. Uh, then we've got Otto Hightower, played by Reese Ifans, who most people will remember as the scruffy, Y-front-wearing spike in Notting Hill. So good. He was also Luna Lovegood's dad in Harry Potter. He's uh, um, Craig's celebrity look. Like. <laughs> is he? Our Craig. Uh, so he is the hand of the king, uh, described as a loyal and faithful servant. Now, Otto believes the greatest threat to the realm is Damon. Right? Oh. oh. Uh, then we've pass got the popcorn. Uh, pass the popcorn. You're gonna love the drama this guy. I'm, I'm giddy first. I am giddy first. Uh, then we've got Alison Hightower, played by Olivia Cook. Uh, she was in the 2019 movie Sound of Metal. So she's Otto Hightower's daughter. Yes. She was raised in the Red Keep. Uh, so close to the king and his innermost circle, she possesses both what's been described as a courtly grace and a keen political acumen. Ooh. I reckon she is going to mess some stuff up. Sounds like a strong 
strong female lead she if does. you ask me. She does. <laughs> uh, Lord Corliss Valerian then the sea snake he's played by Steve Tosson who was in It's a Sin he played Jill's dad so he is the Lord of House Valerian um, and as the sea snake he is the most famed nautical adventurer in the history of Westeros. He is the proud owner of the largest navy in the world. Uh, Princess Rhinos Targaryen then played by Eve Best. Uh, she was Wallace Simpson in The King's Speech and was also in Nurse Jackie. She's a dragon rider, uh, wife to uh, Lord Corliss Valerian, the queen who never was. Uh, she was passed over as heir to the throne because those in charge wanted... A man, obviously. Mm. Uh, Sir Kristen Cole, played by Fabian Frankel. He's done lots of theatre work and also, uh, of note, very nearly cut Matt Smith's chin open with an axe in rehearsals for House of the Dragon. They let him have a real axe? Dear! Why in God's yeah. name? Nearly cut the chin wide open off him. Anyway, all is fine. Matt Smith's forgiven him. It's, it's all good. Uh, so Sir Kristen <laughs> is a commoner, no less. Uh, he has no road frontage or land, no fancy title, but he is very handy with a sword, just not in rehearsals. <laughs> and uh, finally, we've got uh, Masseria then, played by Sonia Mizuno. Um, she's had minor roles in movies like La La Land, Crazy Rich Asians, and Beauty and the Beast as well. Fab. So she came to Westeros with nothing sold more times than she can recall and she could have wilted but instead she rose to become the most trusted and most unlikely ally of Prince Damon Targaryen. Ooh, yeah, yes. that guys. sounds great it, does, it sounds juicy and I think you're right. I think we're getting like a, a really strong like feminist drama. Star-studded cast as well. Yeah, really star-studded. Yeah. Can I tell you something really quickly about Targaryens? So not anyone can ride a dragon guys did you know that really no like you couldn't just hop on a dragon you have to be of the dragon riding family it has to be in your blood blood is very powerful in this world also this that's is, an interesting element isn't it so yeah. like the fact that there's dragons just knocking around doesn't mean any family or any person can get on they might imagine it's only targaryens or mystery targaryens you know it's a good way of rooting out an affair if you're able to ride a dragon do you know what i mean then you have this targaryen how would you be rooting out an affair like that now for example if we didn't know you were a targaryen brendan and there was a dragon in the garden and you got up in it and then all of a sudden you took off and then we were like right well there's something in his blood that we didn't know about and then oh. we'd question your parentage you see Right. For East I see what special. you're hinting out there with the other show. Yeah. yeah the and one just, afterwards. I that's remember it. And just things. one other thing <laughs> to I'll just put up notes. So Valeria, where this family are from, Valerian steel. Uh, it's a type of steel. It's very powerful. It can kill things that other steels and other swords can't kill. So that sword is stronger. Very much so. Right. And that was an important element of Game of Thrones. And I just wonder, might we see Valerian steel or that type of magic crop up again? Very good. Interesting. Um, we're going to run through now a bit of a, a, a synopsis about what we can expect Great. from House of the Dragons. So what we know so far is there are 10 episodes... And House of the Dragon, as Hannah said earlier, is the prequel to Game of Thrones based on George R. R. Martin's 2018 book, which was called Fire and Blood. It is set 200 years before the events of Game of Thrones. Now, as we have said, you do not have to have seen Game of Thrones to watch House of the Dragon. But I think it is fair to say that we should expect in the title of the book, Fire and Blood and Dragons yes. in this series. I think that's fair to say. Um, in the words of Mary J. Blige herself, it is a family affair. <laughs> But it won't be a case of no more drama. House of the Dragon follows the House of Targaryen, one of those families 
that think they're better than everyone else's. Very powerful, very rich, and as rich, obnoxious families might tend to, they have some very exotic pets in the form of 17 dragons. They've 17 dragons? They've 17 dragons, <gasps> right? That's a lot of dragons. Oh, you didn't see Where the likes of that Game of Thrones? 17! Now, it all sounds very New York ballroom to me, you know, like House of Targaryen. It is, it is. If I this don't is why I'm so glad you are watching this now. Category is, is fire and, and ice. <laughs> if I don't see dragons voguing by the end of this, honestly, I'll be very disappointed. Um, so it is about love. It is about heartbreak. It is about power. It is about loss. And it is about hope. So King Viserys... I mean, what more do you want? So honestly, I'm really invested. Tick, tick, tick. King Viserys, played by Paddy Considine, he sits on that iron throne, the most dangerous chair in Westeros, as Lord of the Seven Kingdoms that you schooled us on earlier. That's it, Pat. Um, now, he is due to choose a successor, but will he break with tradition and leave everyone with their mouths hanging wide open in shock? His brother, Prince Daemon Targaryen, played by Matt Smith, assumes because his brother has no son that he is going to be heir to that very dramatic yet uncomfortable-looking throne. However, Princess Rhaenyra, played by Emma Darcy, is King Viserys' firstborn, and she says, who run the world? Girls. Girls. And she very much has eyes on being the first woman to sit on that throne. Now, Game of Thrones author George R.R. Martin uh, told Comic-Con earlier this year that he believes King Viserys will, at the end of his life, want a little glory, but he says he wants to be a good king, a wise king, and protect his people. Right. And that is what we can expect in the next 10 episodes. Wow, Brendan, that was fantastic. Um, Honestly, the drama. Guys, uh, past... We're getting a civil war, guys. We are past the popcorn. Um, so as Brendan said, right, there's going to be 10 episodes of House of the Dragon in total. So for the next 10 weeks, new episodes will be released every week. So this is going to keep us all entertained until the end of October. Sorry, I'm absolutely buzzing to have a weekly show back again and... Um, the amount of people that are going to watch this it's going to be everywhere you're going to want to be involved it's going to bring so many new people in I just think it's going to be the thing to watch so it's a lovely awesome companion the evenings are getting darker the leaves are starting to fall and that fire from the dragons is going to keep you warm and um, guys I watched the trailer and I was buzzing after watching it right so I've done a little breakdown of the official trailer for House of the Dragon oh, and great. I've had a bit of fun guys so Love as someone who's never watched Game of Thrones and who isn't too familiar with the world of Westeros I may not have got the lingo down here but God loves the trier Shall we go for it? Let's. Okay. Dragons dramatically spread their wings across the sky and fire burns in the distance. Enter Matt Smith's character, Damon Targaryen, who is a blonde bombshell serving Lady Gaga at the Super Bowl. Iconic <laughs> hair is Everyone look back. forward with the blonde. Stunning. Now, lads, forget the phrase winter is coming. War is afoot <gasps> in House of the Dragon. There's tense music. Doors are creaking. We get a quick glimpse at the Iron Throne. There are battles. There's bloodshed. And there are betrayals on the way. Then... King Viserys Targaryen, played by Paddy Considine, he arrives in and like Abba, he had a dream. But it's more of a premonition. He heard the sound of thundering hooves, splintering shields and ringing swords and he says he placed his heir upon the Iron Throne and all of the dragons roared at once. And then, you guessed it, the dragons do a Katy Perry and they roar. <laughs> um, Otto Hightower, a.k.a. Resiphons, says that the matter of the king's succession is urgent. And he mentions the firstborn child, Rhaenyra, um, 
but he is told that no queen has ever sat the Iron Throne. The patriarchy is alive and well in Westeros. And do you know what I say to that, guys? Don't be a dragon, just be a queen. Yay! <laughs> Very good. Now back to the trailer. <laughs> it, turns, it turns out that the king does have an heir, his little brother, Daemon Targaryen. But King Viserys says that he won't ma- be made choose between his brother and his daughter. And if they weren't busy enough now, all scrapping with each other about who's going to be the new big cheese, the war is ramping up big time. Yeah, they do wars really well on this show. Yes. Elsewhere, a young Rhaenyra is setting her sights on the Iron Throne. She says when she's queen, she will create a new order. Yeah, I love this. Yeah. Okay, so that's a gal now, guys, who knows what she wants. I mean, these guys are worse than the Roy family, aren't they? Yeah. This is exactly what yeah. it's like. It's Roy's with dragons. It is. <laughs> Rhaenyra, then, you know, she says she's set to inherit this Iron Throne. <gasps> this is where things get really juicy, guys. There are some vicious fight scenes in the trailer. Intense music plays. Horses are whining. Dragons are roaring. Alicent has a dagger in her hand. And she asks, where is duty? Where is sacrifice? And then Rhaenyra whispers, now they see you as you are before a dragon grumbles and fire ignites. I wonder, is the sword dagger she has in her hand made of that metal? Brent, I'm very proud of you. Oh, yeah. look, I'm so observant. Is her name Alison? Alison. Alison with Alicent. a T. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's gorgeous. So it's going to be the battle of the stepmom and this the daughter. This has given me, it's my absolute favourite Shakespeare. Yes, I have a favourite Shakespeare, Macbeth. But when Lady Macbeth turned and it was like it was really her that was pushing her husband for the throne. But if you moved him out of the way, it was her going for it. This is giving me Lady Macbeth vibes. Mm. Alicent is. Yeah, I love this. I, I'm, I'm, I'm here for the family drama. Yeah, I'm here for the female versus yeah. female fight for the throne. I also love in the trailer, you see a young Rhaenyra when she's, you know, when she's a child and then you see her all grown up and fighting with the Alicent. Yeah. So it's lovely to see that the series realistically is going to be covering that whole timeline. So lots of drama over the years. No, we've got 10 hours of it. Yeah, 10, ten one hours. hour episodes. And they really are one hour episodes, you know, so we're getting loads. I love that. I love that. Um, well, the author of the book, George R. R. Martin, has um, obviously seen all 10 episodes. And I've got a little bit here on his reaction to when he first watched them. So he has described them as magnificent. Now, he was obviously heavily involved in, because as we, as we discussed, um, this is based off a book that's written like a history book. Yeah. So there isn't really dialogue in it. No, it's so not like So they sort like of had to thrown. fill in the blanks, yeah? It's great to have him working on the show, So though, he was an exec producer on yeah. this, and he was involved. So even down to the detail of, like, the guys who were obviously, like, animating the dragons, they were like, well, in your mind, because you wrote this, what did they look like? And so then he cool. would sort of describe what he thought each dragon looked like, because obviously each would have a different sort of athletic ability. And then from there, they, they basically created what this guy had imagined in his head. So he has said what they have made from his mind is absolutely magnificent. Uh, he said, Hot D is all I hoped it would be. Dark, powerful, visceral, disturbing, stunning to look at, peopled with complex and very human characters, brought to life by some truly amazing actors. And that is what he says he's got. Well. Didn't they spend 16 million an episode? Yes, they did. So I mean... You know this is going to be good. And there's ten episodes, yeah, hundred and sixty million dollar TV show. 
we are getting once a week yeah. on now. That's insane. Oh my goodness. Um, I also love that uh, Reese Hyphen says that he said yes to this, A, because he was excited to be involved in the project, but B, because he really, really, really wanted to work with Matt Smith. No, that's so cute. So cute. Just, you're about to say because he really, really wanted the money because they were spending <laughs> 16 million on each episode. He was like, what's the budget? Absolutely. Reese Hyphen. Jeez, if they're going to spend that in each episode, like, I mean, they're probably paying everyone yeah. pretty well. <laughs> and those dragons are paid very well. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know, guys, actually, that dragons... This happened in Game of Thrones. It's not a spoiler, but, like, dragons go through puberty and they go bananas. What? Excuse me? Yeah, well, obviously, they grow from an egg. They grow from really small. And, like, in Game of Thrones, there was three dragons at one point. And at one point, they had to be locked away because they'd lost the absolute plot. They were just going through a difficult time in their development. And you're telling me the 17? There's 17 it's dragons. It's going to be bananas. That's where the 160 million went. They could probably make a spin-off show just on the dragons interacting with each other. Now, come here. Speaking of those dragons, have you ever wondered what it's like to ride a dragon? No, but now I want to know. Yeah, all right. So obviously... I'd say it's hard. Spoiler alert, the dragons are not actually real. Uh, but uh, Millie Alcock, right, um, who plays the young Rhaenyra Targaryen, she basically has explained what it was like filming, like flying on the dragons. So she says they, they basically got propped up on what looks like, you know those mechanical bulls that like are sometimes in bars or pubs? Yeah, I went on one of Macaloof. Yeah, yeah exactly. So she's like, it's like one of them, it lifts like six feet up in the air and she's like, you've got four guys in front of you with leaf blowers, <laughs> just like making sure that your, wi- your, your hair and your costume is like flapping around in the wind. And she's just gone, it's, 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 pretty, it's a pretty strange experience. But uh, then, then obviously the, the dragons come in then on the CGI. Okay. But really, she's a top a mechanical bull. Have oh you ever gosh. seen people like on film sets, before, like on the green screen and stuff, and they're talking to tennis balls and all? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it is it is actually crazy what they can do. That's where the 16 million's going, do you know what I mean? Yeah, but also, that's really, a, I would imagine it's a really hard thing to do to be on top of, like, an inanimate object and trying to, like, act as if you're on this dragon. You'd need an Epsom salt bath now after that. The muscles would be sore after oh, doing all that. I'd be rubbish at that Straddling now, that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, guys, uh, Paddy Considine was speaking at Comic-Con in San Diego I think I'd like Comic-Con. I'm sure you would, because there's so many different shows, movies, all of that. So he was chatting, he was saying that his character, uh, King Viserys, doesn't actually ride a dragon in House of the Dragon, Aww. right? But actually, right. Paddy revealed a very fun fact, and that is that he once rode the dragon from the never-ending story. No way! So cute! So adorable! That dragon is very cute. So before you start being like, hang on a second, no. Yeah, because he's not in that, is he? He's not in it. Um, according to, to him, he was in a film studio in Germany and he noticed something that resembled some sort of bunker. It had loads of children going in and out of it and he found it a little strange. So he decided to go up and investigate the scene for himself. He was like, what's going on here in the studio? Why is everyone going in and out of here? Yeah. And... Basically, he says it was a secluded and damp room and there the dragon was. Just there? There. What, in storage? Yeah, there was no one around in sight and he says that he got on (laughs) and had a little ride. I don't blame him. So he's speaking about the Bavaria Film Studios in Munich in Germany and loads of the props from The NeverEnding Story currently lived there. Um, And apparently at the time, The NeverEnding Story was the most expensive movie ever produced in Germany. So they've taken a lot of time to preserve the props. 
Yeah. Well, they have something in common with uh, House of the Dragon, don't they? A very expensive show. Yeah, isn't that so cute, love though? That. I love the dragon. Love yeah, that. his little face is so cute. cute. Speaking of an expensive show, they filmed all over Europe for this. They filmed in loads of glam places for Game of Thrones. I actually went to a couple of them randomly. So did I. I went to Dubrovnik. Yeah, and yeah. I was in Malta, and you can see a lot of it there. But for this show, they filmed in historic and medieval towns in Spain and Portugal, which were used for King's Landing in Game of Thrones. So they're using the same location. Okay. And then a lot in England, Cornwall, and the Peak District, which is in Derbyshire. So very cool. Lovely, lovely. Um, now, the Targaryen family, their mother tongue is High Valerian. Hannah, are you aware of this from Game of Thrones? Now, I know the term high valerian. Are you fluent? I couldn't speak. Are you fluent? Myself. (laughs) Is it the same level of Irish that you have? Are you quite good at Irish? Well, it was betting to me in school, but it's all falling away now. I don't think I could give you one word in valerian. Well, the cast are pretty similar, to be honest, so that's some comfort. But they said that uh, Millie Alcock, who plays the child princess in area, that she was the best. They've all agreed that she was the best at speaking high valerian. And Paddy Considine says that he reckons he was the worst. He said he had one line (laughs) speaking high valerian. And he said it's been cut. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guys, that is it for Shrine Podcast's previews, House of the Dragon. We are so excited to watch the show every single week. We are going to be back very soon chatting about more great TV. And in the meantime, you can keep in touch with us with your telly recommendations on social. We are at ShrinePod or ShrinePod at gmail.com. Until then, enjoy all of the drama, all of the dragons. House of the Dragon is streaming weekly on now with a now entertainment membership. And don't be a dragon, just be a queen. Shrine Podcasts previews House of the Dragon. House of the Dragon, the new chapter in the Game of Thrones saga, is available to stream weekly on now with an entertainment membership.